Persons listening to this show should experience varying degrees of euphoria and might radiate a warm glow of truth from their entire being. This phenomenon sometimes lasts hours after a typical brain massage. If you are listening with another Lights On listener and they begin to glow, don't be concerned. This is a phenomenon normally associated with Pastor Scheidbach's patented brain massage technique and merely means the truth has set them free. The devil beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello, I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor at the Lighthouse Baptist Church in Santa Maria, California, and your brain masseur. Get ready for your brain massage. Hey, why don't we have an airline running from Santa Maria Airport over here, SMX? It makes no sense to me at all. It's annoying. Uh, the TSA is slow as obscene. Santa Barbara is too far away, and they're <laughs> total mask Nazis, I remember. Uh, Santa Maria is uh, larger than either Santa Barbara or San Luis. We should have, in fact, Santa Maria ought to have an international airport and be a, a port of entry here. What, what in the world happened to our airport? <laughs> when I arrived some 20 years ago, I could get a flight from Santa Maria to a hub and, and then to wherever. But all of a sudden, that disappeared. Uh, we... <laughs> Look, something's wrong. Something's wrong, folks, with that board over there. Uh, we need to get this business taken care of. Hey, all eyes on Mike? Why does Tom Fitton find Speaker Johnson confusing? Probably pretty much for the same reason I do. I want to know why the House will not take on the DOJ, specifically the FBI, regarding the J6 travesty. I mean, stop the funding already. Quit paying these people. Anyway, the Biden surveillance state is under construction. And Biden's voter fraud organization uh, seems to be faltering. Uh, but that's okay. Schwab, he's got the solution. Quote, why do we need elections? End quote. I'm not kidding you. AI, that's artificial intelligence, will predict the results. Yeah, and give you, well, we, we already have us. Artificial results. Kevin Roberts, president of Heritage Foundation, was invited to this year's World Economic Forum gathering in Davos, Switzerland. And wow. He set a fire to Nimrod's tower, baby. And I'll give you a listen to that speech. Signs of hope for a Trump victory in November. Uh, for example, they are already planning how they're going to obstruct his presidency if he wins. Hmm. Trump caught with blood on his hands? <laughs> I'll get into that. Uh, it was a paper cut. NBC caught with Antichrist bias on its programming. Well, that's not surprising, is it? Uh, what's this, an ad for Biden sent to me? Uh, you won't believe this. Dickie Durbin gets schooled by Cruz and Hawley when that uh, liar, Durbin, tells a bald-faced lie about Cruz at Senate hearing over a nominee. Okay, what's this? Alec Baldwin indicted on charges of involuntary manslaughter, uh, charges that were dropped two years ago. Who, who cares? I mean, that's all they've got to try to divert us from the disaster on the left spelled B-I-D-E-N. Uh, not even Obama has any expectation Biden will win in November. Okay, my friends, it's time for your brain massage. Truth. Served here, flavored by delectable wit, delicious sarcasm, succulent sagacity, a gourmet meal for the mind. All eyes on Mike. Now, I like Mike, but sometimes I wonder, and I'm not alone. Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton finds Speaker Johnson confusing. And he's right. I spoke to it last week. The House must stop, must use its power to control the purse to stop funding the dictator Biden's DOJ and FBI's, uh, his weaponization of those institutions against the American people. 
they, these people are violating the Constitution. They don't get a dime of the Treasury until they come under the Constitution. Congress must use their power over the purse to bring the executive to heel. Shut them down. When the trolls, Ray, Mayorkas, and Garland, uh, go to get their checks, slap their filthy traitorous hands. Uh, better slap cuffs on their wrists, haul them over to where the J6 political prisoners are and are kept, and uh, let's have a prisoner exchange, shall we? Mayorkas, Ray, Garden, Pelosi, Shift, Swalwell, Liar Dickie Durbin, include him. Uh, did you hear uh, Durbin accuse Cruz, Hawley, and the Republicans uh, concerned about the pro-Hamas connections of Adil Manjee, nominated by Biden, uh, by Hamas-loving Biden, for a seat on the Third Circuit Court of Appeals in New Jersey. And they're claiming that they oppose him because he's Muslim? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pull the Muslim card. Kind of like the race card. Dur Durbin is a bigot against Americans' interests. He's a patsy for every anti-America force active around the world. Anyway, I can't name them all here. But uh, really, they need to be shackled uh, arms and ankles. Perp walked to the J6 jails at the sound of drums made to trade places with our J6 political, or their J6 political prisoners. I agree with Fitton. The Congress needs to use their conservative majority to stop Biden from using the Department of Justice and its FBI as his personal Praetorian Guard, you know, and his campaign enforcement goon squad. Did you hear about the latest FBI bully arrest of an anti-Biden patriot who spent, I think it's 75 seconds, in the Capitol on J6, committed no act of violence. I think it was among those waved in by the Capitol Police. Yeah, uh, the Biden surveillance state is under construction, friend. Uh, lately, the Biden administration instructed financial, quote, instructed financial institutions to use terms like MAGA and Trump when searching private transactions. Did you hear that? Stephen Miller is a former Trump advisor, and on Fox News, he said the Biden administration was creating a, quote, pretext for a vast police and surveillance state. Biden and the Democrats' rhetoric about Trump ending democracy and becoming a dictator and all this nonsense has nothing to do with democracy or dictatorship. Uh, the Bidenistas have almost totally deconstructed the Constitution in this, in this country and totally disconnected our government from the principles of the Declaration robbing Americans of their freedoms and even taking away their access to food and fuel, for heaven's sake. Uh, what, what they're worried about is Trump destroying the Democrat Party's throttle hold on our liberties and our elections, breaking their chokehold on the neck of liberty. I agree with Miller. The Biden message is aimed at trying to terrify voters into allowing him to impose a massive police and surveillance state. They know if he can, uh, he's shown that he will, Send FBI SWAT teams to every MAGA patriot and put him in jail. If he can do it, get away with it. If he can't get Trump in jail, he'll try to terrorize his supporters with fear that he's coming after them. Look for another Nazi-esque Red Scare speech. DOJ and DHS are being positioned to crush political dissent in America. Censoring free speech, jailing Biden opponents, openly targeting and intimidating Christian patriots. All of this is evidence that the Obama-Biden voter fraud organization they constructed together is faltering. Uh, perhaps that's why Schwab is dreaming about the day AI, as artificial intelligence, will decide elections. 
He said, why do we need elections? Artificial intelligence will predict the results. Go ahead and take a listen to this. And uh, digital technologies mainly have an analytical power. Now we go into a predictive power, and we have seen the first examples, and your company very much involved into it. But since the next step could be to go into a prescriptive uh, mode, which means um, uh, you you do not even have to have elections anymore because you can already uh, predict what uh, predict, and afterwards you can say, why do we need elections? Because ah, that's enough of that that clown. The World Economic Forum gathering in Davos, Switzerland, is happening right now. They invited the president of Heritage Foundation. That's a conservative think tank and organization. They invited the president of Heritage Foundation to speak at at Davos. Now, now that's something you don't hear. You know, in fact, I've never heard of them bringing a conservative in. Like here's here's something you don't expect to hear at a World Economic Forum, friend, gathering anywhere, and especially at their Davos meeting. Heritage President Kevin Roberts invited to represent conservatives at Davos on a panel titled, quote, what to expect from a possible Republican administration, end quote. And and he goes all scorched earth on moderator uh, Sir Robert Niblett, <laughs> styled a British expert in international affairs, when Niblett said that what the World Economic Forum and those who attend it stand up for is liberal democracy. Uh, take a listen to this. I, I'm going to play the full unedited version of it uh, on the other side of the break. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to do that uh, because it's about three and a half minutes long or so on. So hold on, my dear friends. I will be right back. Most believe Satan owns the world and has the right to rule it. They think Christians should leave politics to unbelievers. That believers have no place in government. Well, Christians, how's that working for you? You see, the fact is, Satan has fed you a lie. Satan depends on Christians staying in the dark about the fact that Jesus Christ defeated him and Satan has no right to rule one square inch of territory on this planet. Learn the truth. It will set you free. Satan wants you to believe the world belongs to him and that you, Christian, have no say and no place in it. But the secret is out. Jesus is king and all mankind are his subjects. Satan has no right to rule an inch of territory in the earth. Learn how to claim the earth for Jesus Christ. Get God's War. Go to GodsWar2020.com. Let my people breathe. Unmasking the mass controversy with science and scripture. Available wherever you buy your books. The Devil Beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello and welcome back. I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor at the Lighthouse, your brain masseur, and Paul Revere's lantern lighter. Lighting the lamps in the church belfry arch, singling the enemies on the march, an enemy that would steal from us our liberties. Now, I think you should hear the complete statement of Kevin Roberts, president of Heritage Foundation, his response to British international affairs expert Sir Robert Niblett's statement that the World Economic Forum and those who attend the Davos uh, Convention, uh, that they have in common a desire to protect and advance democratic liberalism. Huh. Okay, well, let's give this a listen. It's laughable that you would, or anyone would describe Davos as protecting liberal democracy. It's equally up for it. It's, 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 it's laughable that you would, or anyone would describe Davos as protecting liberal democracy. It's equally up for it. It's, it's, it's equally laughable to use the word dictatorship at Davos and, and aim that at President Trump. In fact, I think that's absurd. 
but I'm going to step aside from that constructive criticism and instead answer your question. Yep. And, and I'm going to be substantive here. President Trump, if he's the next president, for that matter, I think whoever the next conservative president is going to take on the power of the elites, which I mentioned earlier. But there, the, the thing that I want to drive home here, the very reason that I'm here at Davos, is to explain to many people in this room and who are watching, with all due respect, nothing personal, but that you're part of the problem. Political elites tell the average people on three or four or five issues that the reality is X, when in fact reality is Y. Take immigration. Elites tell us that open borders and even illegal immigration are okay. The average person tells us in the United States that both rob them of the American way of life. They're right. President Trump will take that on on behalf of the average American. Elites also tell us that public safety isn't a problem in big American cities. Just travel to New York or Washington or Dallas, Texas. The average person will tell you that the lack of public safety damages not just the American way of life, but their life. President Trump will take that on. Thirdly, I guess the favorite at the World Economic Forum is climate change. Elites tell us that we, we have this existential crisis with so-called climate change, so much so that climate alarmism is probably the greatest cause for mental health crisis in the world. The solutions, the average person know, based on climate change are far worse and more harmful and cost more human lives, especially in Europe during the time that you need heating than do the problem and the problems themselves. Fourth, two more here, Robin. The fourth, China. The number one adversary, not just to the United States, but to free people on planet Earth. Not only do we at, at Davos not say that, we give the Chinese Communist Party a platform. Count on President Trump ending that nonsense. And fifth, as we sit here, another supranational organization, the World Health Organization, is discussing foisting gender ideology upon the global south. These are practices that are under review, if not being rejected, by countries in Northern Europe. The new president, especially if it's President Trump, will, as you like to say, trust the science. He will understand the basic biological reality of manhood and womanhood. And do you know why? Not because of retribution, not because he's a dictator, but because he has the power of the American people behind him. And it's connected to Senator Portman's excellent point that in addition to needing a vigorous executive, we look forward to having the popular will inform both the House and Senate in 2025 to pass laws on all of those issues and many others. Ultimately, Robin, I think President Trump, if in fact he wins a second term, is going to be inspired by the wise words of Javier Millet, who said that he was in power not to guide sheep, but to awaken lions. That's what the average American and the average free person on planet Earth wants out of leaders. Now, folks, listen, please. Uh, the left, ne the globalists, never, 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 and I mean never, reach out to conservatives like this unless they know they're losing the people, getting a disconnect there from the people and getting into political trouble. Either that or they think they've won, and so they're just kind of doing a shake your hand across the net thing, but I, I think it's the form of the World Economic Forum specifically asked Roberts to attend and speak at the meeting uh, as an effort to discuss ways to reconnect with conservatives. Hmm. How about that? 
Now, these are signs of hope for a Trump victory in November, in my opinion. And, 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 and then add this, they are already planning how they are going to obstruct his presidency if he wins. I mean, they're preparing for his win. Yeah, groups like Protect Democracy, the Institution for Constitutional Advocacy, and Democracy Forward, all of these, you know, like the, uh, like the Socialist Democratic Party, right? <laughs> anyway, you know, of course, that these, these liars on purpose named themselves uh, with uh, facades, right? Behind which they are the exact opposite of what their name would suggest. So anyway... Um, they've, they've formed an alliance of far-left, woke groups, quote, preparing legal action to block Trump from taking certain executive actions if he takes office. And this will tell you everything you need to know. George Soros is funding this whole operation, or much of it. He's clearly afraid Trump's going to win. In fact, he's so nervous about this, Soros is making noises at the World Economic Forum this year warning against getting too cozy with China, getting too invested with China. Yeah, he warns liberal BlackRock investment group that Xi is on a collision course with the United States. Now, there's only one reason for Soros to be concerned about that, and that is his bet has been with China, but it's starting to look bad for his bet. He's singling concern that Trump might have sufficient popular support to overcome their efforts to steal yet another election. Trump caught with butt on his hands. Well, and I was going to have some fun with this, but I really don't have time. Uh, it was a paper cut, folks. And it, in my opinion, I looked at that and I thought, huh, that's interesting. Uh, kind of a sim symbol of the political bloodletting that's coming when that wicked crowd face Trump returned to the White House holding the pen of the executive order. Uh, he's going to give new meaning to the expression that the pen is mightier than the sword. And here you got NBC caught with antichrist bias on its programming, which isn't surprising at all. Uh, NBC edits out winning quarterback's praise of Jesus in post-game interview. Huh. Uh, curious, isn't it? Because you see, what they, what they edited out here is the use of the name Jesus, right? Uh, if, these guys talk about, you know, God and stuff like this in this generic way, the generic use of the word God. You've heard me speak to that. It's a form of Baalism that's taken place or that's developed in our country where they use the word God in a manner similar to how Jezebel's Baal-worshipping uh, priests used the word Baal or the equivalent of God back then. Just a generic term that refers to anybody's God and so on. And, and we know that athletes have many times talked about God, referred to even in, the, even in their Emmy Awards and stuff like this, they'll refer to God. Uh, but it's curious that, that they got nervous about the name Jesus. That's the problem they had. This guy, he named Jesus. Yeah. And I remember when I first started broadcasting, how many people would call the uh, the studio and or the the uh, radio station and, and express all kinds of concern and angst and and unhappiness and anger and tell me and threaten me they're going to take me off the air they're going to stick the FCC on me I really all that junk just because I would use the name Jesus on the public airwaves yeah I had that fight been there so uh, 
Uh, and that's interesting, isn't it? The, the name Jesus really stirs some people up. Uh, what, what, the Hebrew people, right? I, I studied Hebrew at Temple Beth Torah in Ventura many years ago and uh, learned that the Hebrew believers will not pronounce the name that, uh, as close as I can get, would be Yehovah. But anyway, they're always afraid an earthquake's going to happen if you say that, not always. But anyway, uh, so they say Hashem, which in Hebrew means the name. So they come across the word that is the name for God, and rather than make any effort to pronounce it, they just say Hashem, or say the name. Uh, but the name these people fear the most is the name Jesus, Yeshua. Yeah, Gloria, Gloria yeah, there you go, Gloria, Gaither. Uh, there really is something about that name. Kings fear this name, and they should. God in heaven laughs at these ridiculous, petty little would-be world dictators and rulers. He warns them, kiss the sun lest he be angry, and ye perish when his wrath is kindled but a little. Read Psalm 2. Hey, that's what happens, you know, when it's kindled but a little. Yeah. You know, like, like when he has someone um, like Trump or other some other righteous leader in office over a country that's organized under God. Yeah. Uh, then the little tin horn dictators tremble and uh, kind of crawl under their rocks. Remember when Reagan uh, d took, took care of some business with a certain little dictator over there in Libya. You might remember that. You see, that's what happens when it's kindled but a little, right? Uh, when, you, when you have a God-fearing patriot running the government and, uh, and then bringing these bureaucracies under the Constitution. Yeah, and no longer under Baphomet, but under God. When uh, Jesus, when someone runs the White House that honors the Constitution and governs this country in the spirit of our Declaration, recognizing the inalienable rights of man who will require all nations to respect our laws. You don't come walking in here uh, without going through uh, the, the whole process of, of immigration. You don't call these aliens, these illegal aliens, excuse me. You don't call them immigrants. They're not immigrants. An immigrant comes here legally. This is a farce. But anyway, when America is great again, again, governed in the name of Jesus Christ, when his wrath is kindled a little, well, the, the nations are going are gonna to toe the line. They're going to come under. You watch. But, whoa, my friends, what happens when his, his wrath has kindled a lot? Uh, when it's at a full boil? Uh, yeah. Well, then the policy, heaven's policy, will change from whosoever will bow the knee to uh, be saved uh, it'll 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 uh, become all will bow the knee uh, just before you go to hell. Yeah, there is something about that name, my friend. He offers peace on earth. He offers goodwill to men right now. Uh, here's an ad for Biden. You won't believe this. Can you believe they would send an ad like this to me? It's it's crazy. I don't know who they think I am. It's weird. The Biden Victory Fund, it's called. I, I thought it must have been some kind of spoof, you know, from Babylon B or something like that. Uh, so I thought I'd read it, maybe get a chuckle. 
No, this is for real. These people actually thought they were talking to a brain-dead Democrat who goes to the gas station, lays out 120 bucks for a tank of gas, and, and, and blames Trump, right? <laughs> or goes to the store with his wife to get some bread and pays, lays out 5 6 7 or $8 for a loaf of bread, uh, you know, and then paying three times more for housing if you happen to be in the situation where you're renting. God help you. And say, you know, it says, remember the, this letter says, remember the horror days of Trump? You got to be kidding me. You don't want to go back to that, do you? Well, yeah. Uh, over and over, this ad talks about remembering how depressed you were when Trump was in office. Well, he's, who's he talking to? Brain dead liberals, these progressive nut jobs. Uh, people who are so disconnected from reality, they don't know the difference between a man and a woman. That's who he's talking to. Not, not once does, does this ad ask you to think about Biden's record as president. Now, one thing is hammered on here. How scared you were under Trump. How scared they tried to make you. And how safe you feel now. Uh, yeah, with their, all their nonsense about, anyway. Is this a true reflection of the progressives and the condition of, the, of, of that particular group of people today in this country? Good night. They, they are far more 1984 than I even thought they were. Anyway, i got to move to the conclusion here. Dickie Durbin gets schooled by Cruz when Durbin tells a bald-faced lie about Cruz and, and Republicans on the Senate at the hearing over a Hamas-supporting judicial nominee. Uh, Cruz, as he always does, lays out his case very thoroughly, proving the nominee ideal is a jihadist Hamas-supporting radical. Uh, there's every reason to believe this about him, and Durbin has nothing. You know, so what he does? He plays the only card the left has, and it gets so old, the race card. But that card has lost its uh, Trump power. <laughs> and really, if the left thinks Alec Baldwin being indicted on charges of involuntary manslaughter that were dropped a couple of years ago, if, if they really believe that that's going to take attention or divert attention from his treason and, and the political assassination effort against Trump, uh, politically speaking, off the, to get him off the ballot or put him in jail, ah, you got to be kidding me. Who's Alec Baldwin? Who is that guy? Isn't he, isn't he that fellow that shot and killed a member of the Rust cast or some, some crew member or some crazy thing? Who's Alec Baldwin? Anyway, <laughs> I have lit the lamps in the Church Belfry Arch. You let me know you see if they're on. Email me by going to our website, thebrainmassage.net. Again, thebrainmassage, or just brainmassage.net. Find the Contact Us button, send me an email. You can leave me a message on our Listen Response Hotline. Dial 1-805-314-2114. God bless you, my dear friends. God bless America. I will be in my pulpit this Sunday, and I'll look forward to meeting you there. I'll see you in church. Most believe Satan owns the world and has the right to rule it. They think Christians should leave politics to unbelievers, that believers have no place in government. Well, Christians, how's that working for you? You see, the fact is Satan has fed you a lie. Satan depends on Christians staying in the dark about the fact that Jesus Christ defeated him, and Satan has no right to rule one square inch of territory on this planet. Learn the truth. It will set you free. Satan wants you to believe the world belongs to him and that you, Christian, have no say and no place in it. But the secret is out. Jesus is king and all mankind are his subjects. Satan has no right to rule an inch of territory in the earth. 
Learn how to claim the earth for Jesus Christ. Get God's War. Go to GodsWar2020.com. Let my people breathe. Unmasking the mass controversy with science and scripture. Available wherever you buy your books.